Yo, what's up, family? Welcome to The Bridge Podcast. This is the first episode. My name is Jordan. Thank you so much for tuning in on today. Listen, I want you to do me a favor. Wherever you're watching, um, whenever you're watching this, if you're watching, listening on Apple, Spotify, Google, um, I want you to like, comment, share it with someone if you think that it will bless you um, and if you think that it will bless someone else. Um, trust me, this is not for me. This is not for my own gain. This is not so that you can make me look good. But if the Holy Spirit is putting someone on your mind, um, putting someone on your head, and you're thinking like, you know what, I think this will really be beneficial for them, then go ahead and send it to him if you think that it will really, um, if you will really help him. Uh, This is crazy. We're finally here. I would have never thought that I'll be doing a podcast, but God had other plans. And this episode, I just want to tell you a little bit about myself, um, where did the podcast vision even come from, and how this came to be. So like I said, my name is Jordan, and I grew up um, in church. Uh, in the context I grew up in, it was predominantly um, like Black Baptist Church, if you know what that is. Um, grew up in that church and grew up singing in the choir, um, loving all the things. My dad, he's a pastor now, but he was a deacon at the time, and grew up in church. And I always, you know, love to sing. I love church and everything. And I baptized at nine, and then at the age of about 15, that's when I first felt called to ministry, started preaching and everything. And then with about maybe three years ago, I'm only 19 now, and about three years ago, I just got this passion in this heart for um, all people and bridging the gap between all cultures. Um, early on, all my friends growing up, I'm black, but they were white, mixed, Asian, whatever you want to think of, all nationalities, even within the church. And I just began to have a heart for all people. And then in about 2019, 2020, I just began to see a heart um, and something just a lot of disunity in the church, um, in the world, in the culture in general. And I was like, I feel like this is not how the kingdom of God is supposed to be. And so then God began to give me a passion and desire to bridge the gap between Christianity and culture and even in Christianity as well. Um, and realizing that the kingdom of God is not black, it's not white, it's not Asian, it's not any spe- specific label or identity, but the kingdom of God truly is all born again people, all believers in Christ. And so growing up in that context, I realized within myself early on, I said, man, I really have a passion for all people and for bridging this gap. And I'm not, something doesn't sit right with me in that. And so bring it back to today, um, I realized, I said, you know what? Um, my friends and everybody were talking to me. I was sitting down, getting my hair cut one day, and my friend Will, who cuts my hair, he's like, bro, why don't you have a podcast? And I'm like, podcast? I like listening to podcasts. I love watching podcasts. But doing a podcast? I was like, no way. Mm-mm, that's not me. And so then the very next day, I get a phone call from another friend. He's like, bro, question. He was like, I know you're preaching everything, but like, do you have a podcast? I was like, no, that's weird. Three days in a row, like four different people asked me about the podcast. I was like, all right. So I don't know if this is just weird. I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and pray about it because y'all talking about the podcast. God never told me about the podcast. So I'm just like, I'll go ahead. I'll pray. And I'm praying. And God just began to do a work. And he shows me this picture of it's in. I don't know how to describe it. I mean, um, like I said, this is for Christianity and culture, so everybody may not get this, but it's like I'm seeing like this daydream, like this open vision of this bridge, and it's in, I see water at the bottom and everything, but it's a two-way bridge. And I see cars passing in and out, and immediately I'm like, the bridge. And he gives me a heart, he's like, I feel like 
um, he's calling everyone to be a bridge. And then he began to highlight to me in the verse, um, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3, it says, a voice of one crying out in the wilderness, um, prepare the way of the Lord um, in the wilderness, make a straight highway for our Lord in the desert. And then in John 1, 23, it's talking about John the Baptist. And he says, I am the one crying out in the wilderness, and prepare the highway for the Lord. And I was like, wow, a bridge. And I feel like that's what all Christians are called to do, has been called to do, and especially in this season, is be a bridge to Jesus, but also be a bridge to one another. And so that began to work in me, and I said, wow. I said, okay, God, well, if this is what you want me to do, then we're here now. And so that's really um, what I just want to talk about for, I don't know what God's going to do through this, but I just want to become better bridges. But in order for us to build a bridge and be that bridge to Jesus, then, you know, a bridge, it stands on pillars. And at the end of the day, we have to stand on a firm foundation. And if you're a Christian, if you're a believer, you know that our foundation is his word. Our foundation is Jesus. And so I want to give you biblical truth, but at the same time, if we're going to bridge the gap, between Christianity and culture, then I want to give you truth, yes, but I also want to give you truth and grace, truth and love. And this is something I'm very passionate about already, is that at the end of the day, a lot of times as Christians, some of us, we are real good at giving people truth. We are real good at saying what thus says the Lord. We're real good at giving them the Bible. But at the same time, we have to give truth and grace. The Bible says in John 1.17, I believe, that Jesus, he came full of grace and truth. Paul always talks about at the end of every one of his letters that you read, it would say, may grace be with you. May God be with you. It talks about grace. You can see that at the end, at the very last chapter about grace. And so I think what we've done, though, is we've taken both of them and we've gotten on the extreme of them. So with the truth, we give people truth. We say, hey, culture, this is what the Bible says. This is what this says. These are what all these scriptures say. But at the end of the day, we're not saying it out of love. But then also it's bad to be on the other extreme of saying, yeah, this is what love is. He came to love. He came to save you, all these great things. But yet we excuse people's sin. And so I put it this way. I heard Bishop S.Y. Younger. If you're not familiar with who he is, please go check him out. I'm definitely going to be plugging preachers, all different types of people. I love preaching. I love the great leaders that we have in our church and great leaders in general. And he said a quote during his sermon, and it rocked me. And he said, all truth and no love, you kill people. But all love and no truth, you let people die. And it struck me. It was like, dang. He said, we have to have both equally. And so if, and here's my thing too, if we're going to build this bridge on the pillar, at the end of the day, yes, it's a pillar of truth, but it's also a pillar of grace. It's also a pillar of love, and we have to build it on this word. But I feel like a lot of times what we do is, instead of being like John the Baptist and preparing the way, we try to be the way. And we live in such a generation, in such a culture, where especially with Generation Z, um, who I believe that this podcast will primarily be for, not exclusively, but I see a generation that we're so destined, we're so great, um, that God has really called us for a great purpose in this season. But at the same time, with the age of Instagram, we want to be popular. We care about influence. We care about how many people follow us. We care about popularity being liked. <clears throat> and so when we're building these bridges, we're not building it for his kingdom, building it on him, but we're trying to build ourselves up. And the whole time in the scriptures, it's interesting with John the Baptist, if you read it, he's amazing. Um, 
he's like, John the Baptist, if you're reading John chapter 1, he had disciples. He had followers. But when the way came, when Jesus came, he said, no, no, no. They left John the Baptist and they went go follow him. Why? Because they weren't even his in the first place. It's all God's. And all we are called to do, like the scripture says, one of my favorite verses, let our light shine so that they will see our great works. But here it is, not glorify us, but glorify our Father in heaven. Right now, I'm going to get to culture in a minute, but this is for the Christians, for the believers, because what I don't want to do is also give all this Christian jargon and say all these things, these churchy words, and then not know what it means. So we're going to be very plain, very simple. And I want you to understand, because part of building that bridge between church and Christianity and culture is you have to be able to explain the culture what it means and what things mean and teach them what thus says the word. But you can't teach what you do not know. And so with us, our job as Christians is actually get in this word and see actually what it means. And so at the same time, when we're building bridges, and if we're going to do it the right way, it's not about us, but it's about Jesus. And I feel like a lot of times in a culture and in a generation now where um, we want influence and everyone has their ministry, everyone is an artist, everyone do what they do, that's all fine and well, and God is using that. But let us not forget the main purpose and the main message that it is all about him. And if our ministry, if our artistry, if anything that we do is not pointing ourselves to Jesus, then what are we doing it for? Because at the end of the day, we're all called to prepare the way. And so building that bridge, um, building it upon the pillar of Jesus and on his word, um, I always think about how there's a parable and there's a story in Matthew 7 and Jesus, if you don't know, he told parables, which is a story, to he was trying to get them to understand a point about the kingdom, about spiritual things. But if he would have just went right out and tried to explain that to them, we wouldn't have got it because we have a limited capacity for thinking. We, we can't think on those things unless the Holy Spirit even helps us. And so what he did was he used stories and illustrations, things that we were familiar with, to get his point across. He's telling a parable, he's telling a story, and he's like, hey, listen, there were two builders one day and two houses were built. He says, in one of the houses, um, he says, they heard my word. And if you hear my word, then it says that you are sensible. He who hears my word, these words of mine are sensible. And they built their house on the rock. It says rain came, wind blew. I'm thinking about uh, Chandler Moore Fern Foundation. Rain came. I'm not going to sing it. I love singing, but I'm not going to do that. Embarrass myself. Um, he said, rain came, wind blew. Speaking of Chandler, by the way, Shameless plug. Chandler just dropped No Longer Bound remix. Go check it out. Um, Forrest Frank, I think. Chandler Moore. Go check it out. It'll bless your life. Go on Apple. Go on Spotify. Scroll all the way down. You're going to see a button. It says, see discography. The first, from the first song that Chandler ever wrote all the way to the top, watch it. It'll bless your day. Make your whole week. Make your whole year. Shameless plug. Now, back to the point. One is building on the rock, and rain came, wind blew. The rivers arose, but it did not collapse. It didn't fall. There's another house, and it's built on sand. Now, check what happened with this one. Since it's built on sand, the same winds came, the same rivers came, the same winds had blew and everything, but since this house was built on sand, on sand the Bible says that it collapsed, and, the collapse, and the, uh, when it collapsed, the collapse was great. So we have two houses here. One is on the rock and one is on sand. There were winds coming, there were adversity. We're all gonna experience that. There was adversity, there were winds, 
there were rivers that came and tried to come against it. But because the first house was built on the rock, it did not matter what came against that house because it was built on the rock. It was built on a firm foundation. I think with us, I think with us, if we're building our bridges, we have to see what are we building on. We want to build a bridge. We want to be a bridge to Jesus. But if we're trying to be a bridge to Jesus and we're not standing on a firm foundation, if we're not standing on his word, if we're not building a bridge on that pillar, but we're building a bridge on, well, I might get in trouble here, our truth, your own truth, we're building a bridge on our opinions, what we think is right, then how can we be a bridge to Jesus? Because when those other winds come, when rivers come, when maybe challenges might come, when things come against you, when, when you're having a conversation as a Christian, and you're evangelizing, and you're having a conversation with an atheist, you're having a conversation with an agnostic, you're having a conversation with an unbeliever, and you try to come to them, remember, you're being a bridge to Jesus, but you're trying to be a bridge and be the segue, the mediator between them and coming to Christ. But the bridge that you're building on, you don't know any scripture, we don't know the word, we don't know how to properly use the word, well, it's gonna be null and void. We have nothing to stand on. And so when they come against us, when those rivers come, and we're trying to have those conversations, now we have no pillar. We have no truth to stand on. Why? Because we don't know his word. We're not standing on Jesus. But I feel like a lot of times what we're trying to do is um, we go to church, we go through the motions, we go to the youth conference, we go to the young adult conference, we do these things, and we do church. And the whole while, we miss Christ. We're building on our own pillars. It, it, it reminds me of, um, listen, I am a Bible nerd. I'm given a lot of Bible. I'm a Bible nerd. Um, I love the word of God so much. And it, it, it's so much it reminds me of. And right now I'm with the Christians and I'm going to move to the culture a little bit. And trust me, I love you. But in this podcast, this, I want this to be a transparent and open space of vulnerability and also being honest about ourselves. Because at the end of the day, man, if we just act like, you know, certain problems don't exist, or if we just act like um, different things are not happening, then how can we grow? And like I said, I love our generation, a great generation, a destined generation, but at the same time, if we don't address some of the um, inadequacies or some of the things that we're dealing with, some of the things that the devil, he's using the same schemes against us over and over again, and they're working, well, we have to get into his word. We have to get into truth. And so we do all of these things as um, millennials or Gen Z, Gen Alpha, whatever, as young Christians, and we do these things, and the whole time we're doing church, but we miss Christ, then we have no pillar to stand on. And when those adversities come, not just, and, build, and yes, I know we're talking about building the bridge and not even with just trying to bridge the gap between culture and making sure that you're standing on a firm foundation and doing it for the right reasons, but also even in our personal lives. I, I see so many of us, we struggle with so many things. We struggle with a lack of peace, a lack of joy, a lack of love. I go to LSU, Louisiana State University, and every day I walk on campus, I see somber faces, depression, anxiety, and we're trying to combat it with drugs, with alcohol, with sex. Yeah, we're going there. We try to combat it with all these different things, 
And the whole time, and this is Christians, this is us, and the whole time we never go to our Bible first. We want peace, but we don't go to the Prince of Peace. We want love, but we don't go to the source of love. We want joy. But he already came, and if you became a child of Christ, he defeated those things in the grave. We already have freedom in him. We don't have to obtain it. We, all just, we just have to walk in it. But with us, what we try to do is when we're building our life, even building up the church, all things we do, the center, the foundation of it is the rock. It is Jesus. He's the, he's the cornerstone. He's the one who we build on. But like the bridge, the bridge is a platform. And so many of us want to stand on the platform. We want to be lifted up. But we can't stand on the platform and we can't do those things. We have no power unless we're standing on the pillar, which is Jesus. And it's his word. And so in that, building that bridge between Christianity and culture, we have to understand something. When we give the truth, and we can't be afraid of this, the truth does offend, even if you're giving it with love. The gospel, think about, and this is funny to me, <laughs> because we, I call it spiritual amnesia, we forget that we were once not saved too. We were once an unbeliever as well. And we struggle. We're like, I don't get it. You know, the world is in chaos. They don't listen. I'm trying to do it. Um, can you go back to when you were not saved? Before you were saved? See, you have to understand. The same way you felt offended when someone wanted to bring you to church, when someone was trying to introduce Christ to you, is the same way. Why? Because the gospel, the truth, it does offend. And whoo. I'm going to get in trouble. I do not care. I think if we, we, see, we think the problem with us is, like I mentioned, we try to be liked by everyone. At the end of the day, the truth, the word of God, it is the truth. When you're building a bridge on a pillar, it does not move. You can't move the goalpost. The truth is the truth, and it does offend. And you can't help that. Because guess what? The Bible says they can't even understand the spiritual things if we are carnal-minded. But you're saying, before Christ Jesus, we've all been there. Part of, I'm trying to get you to understand, and guess what? It, with so much divisiveness in the world, so much disunity, you know, we think everyone is different, no one understands me. We are so far more alike than different. We all have something to deal with. We are all dealing with the same things, and we've all been there, done that before. So you have to keep in your mind and remember, hey, listen, Remember when you weren't trying to understand the truth, but then eventually, through prayer, through the Holy Spirit working in you, now I realize why these things are the way that they are. And so with the truth, you have to understand the truth does offend. But at the same time, the truth is loving. But if you can't understand these things, you, you can't be worried about that. When you're giving truth, you have to stand on that. But the problem with us is, is that here's the thing, do your part. Even though the truth offends, don't be offensive. You cannot be offensive. You have to still give the love. You have to give the grace. But the truth is going to hurt. The truth hurts. And I'm sorry, but I think we live in a soft generation. We can't have, listen, I grew up, my parents are so loving. 
But sometimes, my, I grew up in a tough house. I grew up with baby boom. I grew, not baby boom. I grew up with just, my parents are 58. My parents are 58. So I'm 19, but I grew up with older parents, you know. Some of the things, I, I didn't grow up with young parents. So they just cut it to you straight. Anybody grew up in the house, like, like, they just cut it to you straight. At the end of the day, it's tough love. But here's the thing. The Bible, once again, backs it up. He who God loves, he chastises. That's the whole reason the law was put in place in the first place. It was to protect us, not punish us. And already you're probably saying, dang, if you're in culture right now, you're not saying, you're saying, dang, like, I want to get you to understand, I'm not, this is not me, this is the Bible. Because the Bible has an answer for everything. Everything. And everything I, I say, I want to back it up by the word of God. But that's what we have to do in building the bridge. This podcast, anything that we do, it's not building my platform, my bridge. Please, don't glorify me at all. Please don't. I was with, man, I, and this, this person may be on the next episode. Stay tuned. We, we were talking yesterday, and he said, um, humans are not built to be worshipped. And that, that thing stuck, boy. He said, we aren't made for that. We can't receive that. We aren't made for that. Building a bridge, we put so much pressure on ourselves as a Christian. And our job is just to prepare the way for the Lord. That's simply it. And I think if we would sit back and realize that, okay, just, just simply instead of doing and going to the church service, sit back and realize, okay, and take inventory and say, all right, what is the goal or purpose of what I'm doing? Am I having that conversation? Because let me tell you something. If you cannot, as a Christian, and I have so many conversations with this about people. And I, so I'm studying religious studies and communication studies at LSU. It's no secret. Louisiana State University, LSU, is a public university. It's liberal. Um, and they say, you studying religion at LSU? I said, yeah. They said, huh? How do you sit in a classroom with people who, like, the things that they say about the Bible and the way they interpret the Bible? I said, I don't believe it, but... You have to see that's a place in spiritual maturity. You have to realize that if you can only talk with people who agree with you, listen, have civil conversations with people who agree with you, that's a problem. If you cannot huh, have a conversation with the homosexual as a Christian because you think it's a sin, that's a problem. If you can't sit in the same place with one, that's a problem. That's not the heart of Christ. If you're scolding up like that, that's not. Something is off there. And so part of building the bridge and sitting back is sitting there and listening. It's like, okay, at the end of the day, we have to get outside the four walls. We can't just go to church, act like it's all good. No, we have to get out the four walls and realize as young Christians that our sole purpose is to edify him and to build him up. And all John the Baptist did when he came on this earth, from the time he came to the time he died, all he did was point people to Jesus. And that's all our job is. That's what this podcast is. That's what, that's what everything should be as a Christian. Our sole purpose is to glorify him. And if we are not doing that, then we're missing the mark. If we're not building up bridges based on this word, if we're not doing the ministry for his purpose, if we're not glorifying him, if we're not preaching for his purpose, 
then everything that we're doing, it's meaningless. We're trying, we work so hard as young people, we stress ourselves out, and we try to work hard to obtain a big job, we try to work hard to get all the money, we try to work hard to be all successful, and in all of your working, remind me of Ecclesiastes, in all of your working, all of your doing, you miss Jesus. Here it is, we go to church every Sunday, we go to the conference, if you grew up in black church, you shout, you, you do all these things, you, you know, if you go to a mega, whatever it is, and you fascinated with the worship, and the whole time, instead of building a bridge, you build up yourself. Instead of building a bridge to Jesus, you build a bridge to your own popularity. And the pillars that you're standing on is not his truth, but it's your truth. And I'm convicted. And all of us should be because I feel like in 2023 now, a lot of us are missing the mark. This is not just, no, this is all of us. And we have to sit back and say, what are we really doing? And so, listen, as we wrap up, um, didn't I know where this first episode was gonna go? Just wanted to give you an overview, but listen, I'm passionate, I'm excited, I love God, I'm passionate about his word, and I feel like in this season, and like John the Baptist, we should all just follow his example and see that, you know what? When John the Baptist came, when Paul, whoever it is, their main purpose was to point to Jesus. And in today's time, like, at the end of the day, black, white, Baptist, non-denominational, whatever, we don't have to all agree. A agreement is not alignment. That's a different discussion for a different day. I gotta go, I'm, I'm gonna shut up, I talk about, agreement is not alignment. We don't all have to agree, all right? We don't all have to, we, we all different, uniquely, beautifully complex, wonderfully made, um, but at the same time, if we're going to be the global church, and if we're, here's, listen, we are in the world and not of the world as Christians. That's very true. But shame, of us, shame on us if we act like we're not in it. And so our job with all people um, and is to bring people into the life, family, purpose of God, shout out Bethany, and at the end of the day, bridging that gap. And in order to do that, we do it by staying on his word. And so thank you so much for tuning into the first episode. Hey, listen, again, if somebody came to your mind and you thought something was helpful, send it to them. Please don't do it for me. I promise you it's all for him. But if you think that this can help them um, and if you think that this was really impactful for them, send it to them, like, comment. I want to read through the comments, share. Let me know what you think. Say, bro, you're trash. Don't ever do this again. Tell me. Whatever it is, comment. I want to know your thoughts. Um, and once again, thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace and love.